where am I? Yeah. <laughs> where was all this crap when it's I was a, living seriously. here? <laughs> yeah, seriously. I know. It's very weird to be in New York nowadays. It's very mm-hmm. odd. Yeah. So what, to see the changes. Yeah. What, what, um, like, how, did you, so did you start acting in New York and then made the movie? You're in LA now, is it? In LA now. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did a lot of community theater in New York. I wish that I had started auditioning mm-hmm. when I was younger. Uh, but, uh, I decided to, as soon as I graduated high school, just make the move out here. I knew I wanted to pursue film and television. Um, so I did, I made that jump and, uh, went to college first and then kind of started working at the same time that I was in college. Cause I wanted to start auditioning while I was still in school to kind of get my feet wet a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I just, I, I felt like there would be more, a few more opportunities here, though. I do know that there is a lot going on in New York as well. Um, but that was, that was sort of the root of my decision. Did you, um, did, did you go to school for, what, what did you go to school for? Was it for film or? I, I went to school for theater, which I had mixed emotions about, right. <laughs> um, lots of mixed emotions about, it was very like. And I feel, and I hear this so much about a lot of drama programs, a lot of theater programs. Um, I did make like one really good connection that kind of led me into booking my first feature, which that director I just worked with again last year. So there's no like regrets. There's always a trail for something sure. and mm-hmm. there's always a reason. But what's what's was kind of disappointing about my theater program was just that, you know, it very much catered to musical theater people, which, which is fine, you know, and that's, that's fantastic for, for those people. But, you know, it kind of became, you know, I sympathized a lot with, there were some very talented people who could, and this had nothing to do with me, who could sing and dance and wanted to be involved. And there was a very like mean girl Mm -hmm. camaraderie Mm -hmm. that sort of iced a lot of people out. And I Mm -hmm. think they sense insecurity and it's like you know how you're anywhere from 18 to 21 of course you're insecure like you should nurture sure. those people a little bit more and it was just odd to see that dynamic play out in other people and um there was a lot of encouragement to do you know the the university plays and um it's not that I didn't want to do that and I did do I did do one that I really enjoyed but um you know, it's just not realistic mm-hmm. and it, like, it's not going to mean anything in the long term. And there really should be classes about, you know, how to put your package together and, and how to take meetings and, and how to present yourself and, and, you know, how to audition properly and that kind of stuff. And that's yeah. really not available in any of those programs. So I got a lot of, you know, upturned noses when I decided mm-hmm. to, I, I left after my first year just to start auditioning. And then I ended up putting all my classes on two days and I commuted back and forth, um, to, so I could, I could graduate, but I'm really glad I did that. So I could give myself at least a little bit of real, it's just not the real world mm-hmm. at all. Um, and I just, you know, I guess you could say like, oh, well in the musical theater department, it's very cutthroat or whatever. And it just like, I was like, I guess, but it's also just not, it's also just kind of mean, which yes, the real world can be, but yeah. it's, you know, people were working really hard. And I was like, this is, this is just kind of like teachers taking out their, their dreams that they weren't able to accomplish themselves on other people. Yeah. So that yeah. kind of, that kind of really upset it me. sounds very like 13th grade. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, like I had nothing to do with musical theater because I don't, you know, that's not my world, but, um, 
it was just very it was very silly to me yeah i noticed so. there's, a, there's a lot of that i've had uh i've had some personal experiences myself as an actress mm. uh with uh you know casting people who are like you know just so bitchy <laughs> it's like, oh that's unfortunate must you be this way is that absolutely necessary and then somebody was saying to me like oh well you know the thing about you know mean casting agents and i was like no i don't know they're like oh they're just failed actors that's why they're so <gasps> mad at you i was like oh, oh no <laughs> i was like oh that's harsh but you know oh i'm so curious as to who you i mean we won't talk about it on this but i'll tell I, you afterwards oh my <laughs> goodness gracious yeah and, and it's <laughs> like you know it just kind of like took me back you know I, I don't know I, I I'm fortunate because we make our films and so it's like yeah. I get to make films no matter what I don't act for a mm-hmm. living I you know I, I have a my job and then you know I, I act when I can um, right. but that was like I was like oh no if that's what it's like out there with the casting <laughs> Well, I never want to do that. Yeah, I mean, to be, fa- to be fair, we're not like in the heart of the city or no, whatever. We're, we're, yeah, so you know, we're limited to. You know, there's very, very limited. Um, there's no competition. So I think mm. people can kind of just do whatever they want, I guess. I don't yeah. know. We, we have, uh, we've mentioned this in several episodes now. and it, But we always kind of bring it up when we ask people, did you go to school for what you do? You know, DPs, mm-hmm. whatever. And, you know, there was kind of the universal feeling on film school, which was like, if you have the money, great. And mm-hmm. you'll probably the best part of film school that I that I get when I listen to you know people talk about their experience is connections. It seems like the Absolutely. networking mm-hmm. the networking is like that. If you have the money, that's worth it alone. But Absolutely. in terms of what they actually learn in their field, they didn't get a lot of that from film school. That's all through experience. Right. And Absolutely. same thing with you know actors as well. They're like, look, if you have if you have the money to go, great. But it's mm-hmm. going to just be auditioning and rehearsing and and then you know and for my experience personally was just having to make going through the through films that we've made and then going like oh that's slightly less shitty than the last one right um <laughs> and then learning like i had to watch my performance and go why did i do that because i didn't realize right. i was doing that i have to stop doing that and so it's like mm-hmm. every film is a learning experience yeah yeah of what to do and what not to do and i try my best to just get as good as i can yeah <laughs> I yeah, and you learn most from doing, I think. Yeah, you know? I mean, I don't regret anything that that when I look back on films and I'm like, oh, God, I, I really wasn't happy with that performance. I don't regret that because I learned something mm. from that. I won't watch it. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> but, I, right. you know, I won't watch it again. I've already seen it. But um, you learn something from it. And, like, to me, that's it's kind of priceless. You just got to yeah. like, oh, yeah. work through that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's. I think it really just speaks to the broader thing of school in general you know it never really prepares you properly for mm. the real world you know whether it's an acting class or if it's a, a film school and you're going to be a director or a dp or just regular school when you come out of regular school you don't they don't teach you how to like pay rent and you know all that stuff so yeah right. it's, yeah. it's like it's and, so unfortunate and there should be classes about you know how to put your resume together right you know and and because all of that stuff is really looked at and, and there's just so many details. I have a new manager now that I just love so much and he ripped apart my package when, when we first met, which thankfully he saw something in, you know, my real clips and whatever else. And he saw ballistic and was really excited about that. And I, I had known him for a while, but you know, he re-edited all of my clips together. There should be a lessons on that and, mm-hmm. and how to do that kind of stuff because, and he even, you know, he would always say to me, look, it's okay 
that you don't know. Nobody knows. And that's, you know, especially when you're paying, you know, some of these programs are, some of these schools are, you know, if you're out of state, luckily I was in state the last, you know, two years um, or the, well, technically I graduated in three years, but I just took a year off. So it took me four. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but you know, the, so my last, the last, the other two of those years were instinct, thank God. But you know, it's like, there's not a lot of real world knowledge that you're getting from those pro. And again, I had one great acting class that I loved really grateful for that. And that's pretty much, that's pretty much it, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think auditioning is just kind of like the the best way to learn because it's such an uncomfortable process to <laughs> like get through. And I think, you know, even now, like I've, uh, you know, I've finally kind of started to learn how to master nerves and stuff, but they still come. I mean, that stuff is just always going to be there. Yeah. But um, yeah, you need that that real world basis, I think. Yeah. And I think the rise of uh, video auditions would seem to be getting yes. more and more popular. That that probably could help a lot. For sure, you know? yes. There should be a class on how to do <laughs> self tapes, how to frame yourself, how to how to do your lighting, how to pad your walls so that there's not yeah. an echo. You know, yep. things like that that just could really change the game. Because so many auditions, I had an in person audition like two weeks ago, and that's people were very they were like, what. <laughs> you know, um, unless somewhere? it's commercials, yeah. Yeah, to, you have to go somewhere. You get to go. You get to go. Um, but yeah, everything is. So many things are self taped now. It's crazy. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I I like when we're currently cat. We're currently in the process of of casting for our next film, and we we went on backstage and we you know we put out a post, and we're we're just being like bombarded right now with all these people that are coming through. And the the one thing that just drives me nuts is that people don't read the description of the character. Mm-hmm. So you know, the character specifically says like age range 30 to 45 or 30 to 50. And then you've got like 16 to 27. Yeah. What am I going to oh. do with that? <laughs> I'm, I'm actually, right, I'm actually right. okay with that because then if I'm like, uh, that person is like, she's way too young for this for part or he or whatever. But so I'll just, I'll file that person in. Yeah, but I'm like, in, I'm in this movie mode. I like, I don't even like, yeah. let's go. Um, but this and, is an example of how it so is like a personal preference thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, it, per, it per the producer, you know, it, it just is. depends. And the yeah. one thing that, that we, that we're on the same page about is just the quality of people's real, or that people don't have reels. They have yeah. like this YouTube, they'll basically just put the whole short on. And it's like, I don't want to sit mm. through this whole movie. I want to see how much range you have. So if yes. this is the only thing you have, um, you know, that person might actually be right for the role. But I don't want to sit through this entire film. Mm-hmm. And I also can't tell. I mean, yeah. do you have Packaging a yourself. Side? I don't know. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Right. Packaging yourself is like, is it's just... It's a very specific thing to know how to do. And even if you think you know how to do it, you probably don't. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I hope, I think my manager, my manager teaches a class on Saturdays um, and he splits his time between Atlanta and LA. And he, um, I I, I assume that he covers that. But again, the little details of things that he cut out that I was like, but that's, he's like, no one cares. (laughs) They just, he's like, no one cares. You know, and it was literally be like, you know, I have short clips, but Mm -hmm it would cut things down from 13 seconds to 11 and it would just still make such a difference. And yeah. like now when I, you know, if I ever submit myself, I'm like, Whoa, like I'm fancy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I didn't realize, you know, I, I have my reel out there, but it wasn't until I started watching other people's reels when we were casting for stuff that I was like, Oh, I have to fix mine. It's too long. 
because I don't yeah. want to sit through this for somebody else. So yeah. that's probably what people mm-hmm. are saying about mine. So, you know, and then also not putting your very best performance first. Right. They were just like, oh, you know, a video was starting like with the audio cut out kind of mm-hmm. and the lighting is off. And I'm like, this, oh, yeah, this no. is how it started. You know, I mean, it should yeah. always be your best. But with some of them, they had better clips in the middle. And it's like, you know, how many people are not going to even get to that because yeah. this first one was really bad. Um, yeah, so that's. That's super important. Yeah, Again, there right. should be a class. I mean, I know there are there are some studios that do like two or three week courses on that kind of stuff. Mm. But again, we're but it's the, not at a university. It's no, not at a college. It, yeah, it's like yeah. independent. You know, it's independent, and because right. of that, Bill's you know, doing it down at the gym. So <laughs> <it's fun. laughs> the YMCA. Yeah. How to put your resume together. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the classes that I saw, you know, they're like from the fancier kind of independent schools that. Mm-hmm. They're they're intimidating. You know, I've been acting for over a decade, but again, it's like that mean girls type of thing where it's this mm-hmm. attitude of like, oh, is this your first main acting class? Like, yeah, I've taken a couple of state, but I'm not, you know, yeah. <laughs> never really taking a big class and you feel really out of place or, you know, and those things are so expensive. Mm-hmm. So ex- yeah. I was trying, I was looking at a course for school, I won't name it, that I really want to go to that was really well known. And I was like, oh, this isn't, because... First of all, I have to take this course and this course before I can get to this course. So audition me and, you know, maybe I can get to this level. Um, But it was still going to run me like, I think the, it was like $6,000 a course. And they were like like six month courses. Crazy. Yeah. I don't think I can do this. There was was one place when I was trying, this is a, several years ago, I was trying to find the next school that I wanted to go, the next acting class I wanted to take. And I think I found something like that where it was some absurd amount and um it's actually like a world famous school and i'm sure that people find a lot of merit in it but i you know i audited the class and people were like you know pretending they were like dogs and stuff and i was (laughs) like i don't know i mean and sure you know whatever floats your boat but i'm not you know didn't gel with me personally you know and especially for you know like two grand um, right. It's like, this is not. I don't want to spend the, the first quarter of this course uh, as a canine. Yeah. Right. Exactly. It was, it was so interesting. And, you know, I try so hard not to have judgment, but I was like, <laughs> all right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a gentle pass. <laughs> but thank you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Thank you, though. Yeah. I've, I've, I've not had a lot of experience with those really obscure, like, methods. Mm. A couple of them from um, a teacher that came up from the city that's mm. now upstate. And so I was like, this is, you could see the difference between the upstate coaches and then, like, the like the New York City coaches. Oh, interesting. And, and it, it, like, he was coming in with all this, like, standing in a circle and it's like all this, I'm like, I don't, first of all, I don't know all these people. Do I have to touch everybody <laughs> like, on the first day we're going to do this? We're touching all these people. Okay. Uh, but, you know, it was like everybody holding hands. And um, there was this one game that I thought, this is so stupid, but it started to make sense. And it was where whatever amount of people there were, if there were 12 people, Nobody could communicate. There was no order to who was going to shout out the next number from 1 to 12. You had to read each other's emotions, their facial cues, and like pretty much the energy because we were all holding hands while we were doing it. And so Mm. we're all looking at each other. And so it's 12 people all trying not to say the number at the same time because we have to go through 1 to 12. 
And at first, it was just chaos. Everyone's just shooting out numbers, and we're like, no, no, you're not paying attention. And then you started to kind of learn. There was like always one person that would kind of push forward, and we'd be like, all right, they're going to say it next. And we got it. You had to get from one to 12 without stepping over each other's lines. Oh, so to speak. love that. Yeah, I think so I've done that, that before. Yeah, that was really interesting. But at first, I was like, I don't like this. Yeah. <laughs> so I have the <laughs> hand holding with, with the people and stuff. I don't want to touch anyone. <laughs> I don't want to touch anyone. <laughs> Hand sanitizer. Yeah, yeah but I, I was like, okay, this, I get it. I do get yeah. that. Yeah. But yeah, some of like the the dog barking and pretend you're in the in a womb. It was a it was a method acting class, which like I think there's a lot of merit to to that. You know, um, that way of, right. of of exploring things, but there it was. It just it didn't it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I just I was like, this mm-hmm. just doesn't. I mean, I do believe in like getting really crazy and really silly and finding right. you know the different extremes of things so that you can find a nice middle ground that feels grounded and feels authentic and you know it, you can find all the little new you know you when you first read something you identify all the nuances and then you explore the extremes of that to again find that like grounded um, realistic um, connection to it, but. Yeah, that just, it was, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So what is it yeah. that you look for in an acting class? Um, I, I'm i in a great studio right now. Um, they I actually, it's Anthony Mindel, which is super popular. And there's one in, um, there's one here. There's one in Sydney, Australia. There's one in London. There's one in New York. There's one in Atlanta. I think they're about to open one in Chicago, possibly. Um and what I, I audit everything, mm-hmm. which I've learned to do. And I've, I've been to a few different studios at different times. And what I really love about them is that it's just, and I, and I did, I had been kind of circling that studio for a few years. I was curious about it. And I was, you know, because of how big it is, I was like, oh, there's got to be some pretension there. And the foundations class was quite expensive for six weeks. And I was like, this is silly. And I was like, I don't want to start over from the beginning. Like <laughs> I already know what I'm doing, uh, which is such crap. Um, so I took the, so I finally just took the plunge and, and I went to audit and it just felt really good. And then I took the foundations class and now I'm in an ongoing class there, which is much more reasonably priced, but I'm so glad I went through the foundations because it just totally breaks you down in a great way. Um, but what I really look for in a class is just something that like, it's not pretentious. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not about the teacher just, you know, looking for, because we start every class with a lecture. Um, and it's like a 20 minute lecture. It's nothing crazy. Well, you start with like an exercise and you do lecture. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I really enjoy there is that it's, there's no pretension. It's not about the teacher, you know, loving to hear himself talk. Um, and it's really just about like, how you like, why do you, why you want to do this and, and what your purpose is in all of this and how you choose to bring that to fruition, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, and I, you know, everyone there is at a different point. Some people are just, you know, there are different levels and then there's a master class, and, and people are, you know, some people are just curious about acting. Some people are, have, you know, been series regulars on several different shows. Some people have a few co-stars on the resume. Like everybody's at a different point in their lives and in their careers, different ages all over the map. Um, but what I really enjoy about it there is, yeah, it's just about being authentic to yourself and everything starting from you and everything just being, you know, a genuine exploration and it being purposeful, you know, like to fulfill, not just, 
your own greater need, but just what you, what your, your idea of this is in the bigger picture, you know, it's kind of like, I was watching the SAG Awards um, the other night because my friend loves award show. She's very <laughs> silly. And <laughs> she's very silly. She's like, did you watch the Golden Globes? I was like, no. <laughs> um, but they honored a uh, Lifetime Achievement Award to, oh God, he was in MASH, Alan. Alda. Oh God. If I, Alan Alda. Uh, Alan Alda. Yeah. And he just gave this beautiful speech that just totally hit the nail on the head. And he just said, um, I'm paraphrasing, of course, but he just said, you know, that there's a lot of crap going on right now and we have the opportunity to really help people look at themselves a bit. You know, it might not change anything, but it can help right. a little mm-hmm. bit, even if it's just a little bit. And that's my goal with it. You know, that's my ultimate, um, that's, that's my ultimate dream of, 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 and that's the reason why I wanted, I wanted to do this in the first place, even though it's really hard. Um, <laughs> but, um, and I think, you know, I look, I, I, I feel that that, maybe not in every student, but I feel like that's the, that's the, that's the idea, at least of my class, the Mm -hmm. class, the particular class that I'm in right now with my, my current teacher. Um, And again, it's just, and and in terms of technique, it's sort of just about what works for you. um, But ultimately being an active listener, um, Mm -hmm. not just even in your scene work, but in your life as well. You know, and I think the further you move along with this career, it's like people are so fascinating and, you know, people are so like, for example, people are so scared of homeless people. And, you know, if if you just kind of talk to them like they're, you know, you know, especially in a place like L.A. or New York where it's like, you know, it's not really mental disability that is the cause anymore. It's just the housing is so expensive and they don't really have a choice. So and they don't get a lot of human interaction because people are scared of them. Mm-hmm. And look, I'm not saying everybody go out and talk to homeless people. Like, don't do anything. You're not comfortable. <laughs> go hug a saying, homeless person. Yeah. Go hug a homeless person. But, <laughs> right. you know, I just, but I, you know, if you just talk to people and yeah, connect with people. Yeah, offer that humanity. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, so many people fear what they don't know, so. Right. Well. Exactly. We are living and I think in that time. <laughs> yeah. We are living in that time. And I think that that's what, I mean, this sounds extremely like cheesy, but I think, you know, I, that's what I found in the studio is a lot of humanity. And ultimately, again, that's what we're trying to connect to and express at a greater capacity in, in this art form is we're trying to express humanity to hopefully inspire that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, said. So that was a long winded answer. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, how did you now you've worked with, uh, Ryan before, Yes. So how did you come to meet up with him? Did you know him personally or? No. Well, now, now I do, but, uh, I auditioned for a project of his in 2014, Mm -hmm. I believe. Um, it was a self tape and then we did a Skype callback, which was very interesting. Um, and that's how I met him and Josh and I booked that role and that, um, and I, I, I feel like he talks about it pretty openly, but I booked the project outsiders which is now probably not going to happen and it was going to be a zombie apocalypse project Mm -hmm. so i booked that and then um the week that we were supposed to leave like you know everything kind of fell through and i was like don't worry it totally happens all the time he was like well not to us so (laughs) like we're pretty pissed (laughs) and like you know we're gonna work together again just keep in contact and um i ended up uh oddly enough booking another project that shot in texas which is where ryan's based and 
we did a festival circuit after that movie came out. And when we did, when we finished our festival circuit, we had a screening in LA and, and then in Texas. And I had two tickets to give away for free. So I invited Ryan and he, um, him and Josh came out and we finally met in person for the first time. And we talked for like 30 minutes after the screening. And then, um, I think like a few months later, he emailed me about ghost house and we did ghost house. And mm-hmm. then, um, if, you know, after we did that and about a year later, he emailed me and was like, Hey, I've got this project. Um, thinking about you with it and how, how would, how do you feel about it? And, you know, obviously it's like, absolutely. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, and then from there, it, yeah. Cause that was a, a, a ballistic was a really intense role. I mean, we were yes. watching it and I was just, you know, I was just picturing myself in a lot of those positions <laughs> and being like, God, she must be so tired. Well, like a, I was tired thing, watching you know? it. I was yeah. like, I don't know if I, I was like, I, I give her the credit. I don't have the stamina. Oh, I would have you. had to work out a, <laughs> a bit more before doing yeah. something like that. I, I'm like a BTS junkie. So I, of course, had yeah. to watch all of it. I watch it for mm. mo- most projects that I enjoy. I try to find behind the scenes for it all. And just to see your, I mean, obviously there was some stunt performers there as well, but to see your, Absolutely. To see your commitment and to see like, I oh, don't thank know, you. Just, it, it just blew me away. Like, not only can you obviously act, I believed everything that was happening to you in that moment but but also just to know how willing you were to just throw mud on you and or dirt on you and roll on the ground and then all yeah. that stuff i just how, uh, much, oh, thank how you. much dirt did you have up your nose at the end of the day i mean i would take <laughs> i i would take like baths after every which i'm not a bath person because mm-hmm. like it's you know i'm like oh, i'm just like sitting in my in your own, own like, filth yeah <laughs> yeah which especially i mean i would always take a shower after before, I, i'm like, like if i want to soak a for idea. a bath i take a shower before i take the bath because i'm like i don't oh, want to sit in my shower dirt after interesting yeah, yeah. Okay. i clean I that. so that i can then mm. peacefully soak otherwise the whole time i'm just like i'm sitting in filth yeah yeah i get that i yeah yeah and that makes sense too um yeah, I mean, it was like I was very filthy, but I made sure you know I was really sick when we shot that. So oh, I also, were you? Made, yeah, I was. I had really bad bronchitis. Awesome. Um, so the, the dust must have helped that. The dust. Well, it wasn't <laughs> even the dust. It was just like the running was really hard, yeah. and I was yeah. like, I am not giving in because I I wanted. I told Ryan beforehand. I was like, every stunt that I am allowed to do. Like, I want to do that, you know, and there was some stuff that I was like, I want to do that. And this stunt quarter was like, no, you can't do, you can't do that. And, um, but yeah, I made sure I like soaked every night a, so that I could just kind of like clear out my sinuses and also mm-hmm. just so that I could make sure that like my body was relaxed and ready to go yeah. the next day. And I did change my workouts a little bit before cause I'm not a big runner. So I wanted to make sure that I was, I would be able to like do that. Stamina. Um, yeah. Stamina, yeah. And every night I think I took a NyQuil at like seven, so I'd be knocked out by eight <laughs> and would be able to wake up at three thirty and, and drive over. Oh, so I was very regimented. I mean, it was only four days, but I was very regimented about like, okay, you're passing out right away. Yeah. yeah. And you're you're taking a bath and you're like that's yeah. <laughs> that's an that's an that's early an that's an early call. Just yeah, like, it was yeah. so fun. It was so fun though. It was so great. Yeah. And that must like throw you off like those four days then, right? Because then you're sleeping, like, you have to go back to like sleeping at normal times. And I mean, I'm a grandma, so I love as much sleep as I can possibly get. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure I went to bed at like nine Amen. after that and woke up at like, you know, maybe 10 the next day once I was, you know, yeah. so I could also recover and stuff like that. But 
that was, it was really fun. And of like, you know, when someone, I mean, in anything that you do, it's like, if someone's if giving you this role, whether, you know, you've auditioned for it or you've been offered it, particularly if you've been offered it, but in, regardless in any situation, like someone's really trusting you with this. And mm-hmm. it's just kind of not, and I just, in my mind, I feel like it's just not an option to, to half-ass because, you know, that doesn't look good on you. It's disappointing. You're going to be disappointed with yourself, but also like, you know, I take it in stride and it's a, for me, it's a big deal if someone really trusts you with something that they care about. And, you know, obviously Ryan's a really passionate guy and, and I very much, um, am super grateful for our relationship and with, with his whole family, with Josh and Tim and, and, and all of them. But, um, you know, it's like, you know, I don't take that lightly. Mm -hmm. So, and it was also just like really exciting. I had never mm-hmm. gotten to do anything like that. So that was, <laughs> so for him to trust me with that when he, when I haven't done anything like that is like awesome. Thank you. Do you know, you, do you find that like working with someone like Orion Connolly on Film Riot versus a film that may have like a heavy festival run, if there's like advantages or disadvantages? Cause something like Film Riot, you're gonna have a lot of exposure, right? Mm-hmm. Because they have a lot of followers and a lot of people watch the film. But then, right. but, you know, it's, it's a different kind of, of audience mm-hmm. versus, versus if you have a film that has a heavy festival run, um, mm. you know, is there is there like a difference that you see between like, for lack of a better phrase, like an online audience versus like a, a film, you know, a film festival market? Sort of yeah. Thing? Well, our, I've only done one little festival circuit and the ones that, I, the biggest festival that we hit was Heartland, which is um, still a really good festival, but it's not, you know, people, people really want to see like Tribeca or Sundance. Yeah. I mean, Heartland, Heartland was lovely. And the other festivals that we hit were also really amazing. And we got some nice accolades from them. And it was, I would say the difference in the learning experiences. And again, you know, the festivals that we visited were much, much different. Um, still great, great, but it was a learning experience in terms of like how to talk about myself which is a very uncomfortable thing. Um, I hate talking about myself and and learning how to. She says on the podcast. Yeah. She says on. I know. It's, I'm so. It Tell us why you're like, amazing. Oh, Tell us why you hate being well, here. How long do you have? Um, no, but I. You know, it, it helped me learn how to like pitch and talk myself in, in like a in like a human way. Um, the other actor who's the the I was the lead female in that, and he was the lead uh, guy. His name is Jay Hughley, brilliant actor. Um, he was just in that Lizzie Borden movie that just came out with um, Chloe Sevigny okay, and Kristen yeah. Stewart. He's amazing. Um, he was so great to watch, and I learned so much from him um, when we would do like you know red carpet press interviews or we would do Q and As. Like he was, he had, he was such a gifted um, interviewee, and it was so amazing to watch him. And I learned so much about like knowing what to say, how much to say. And, um, like he just had this like awesome, I mean, he's a great actor, but he just has this like great genuine quality to him too. So I learned a lot in in those capacities. Um, and in terms of the online, you know, that's obviously a much different experience. When she wakes, I actually, um, that director offered me the movie, um, because he saw ghost house. And then after he saw ghost house, he looked around and he found my reel and he found, he saw, he actually saw ballistic, I think after he had booked me and like after day one on set. And, um, but you know, it's like, I think especially with this day and age, maybe online is more helpful 
with that kind of stuff. But again, I just think it depends on like what kind of festival you're at, what level of festival you're at. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, again, online is just, you know, it depends on who's releasing it. Like if it's something like Film Riot that gets a lot of visibility. Um, Like I just saw the other day, Ballistic is almost at 800,000 views, which is crazy. And I know uh, Ryan told me last time I talked to him, I think when I did his podcast, he told me that um, Ghost House is now at over a million views, which is crazy. And it's just like, you just never know what, uh, you know, I feel like that's a little bit easier for maybe people to be like, oh, here's this person. Like I, you know, she's really great. Let me look into her. You know, she's really bad. I'll never work. I mean, I'm just offering the the two levels, but um, yeah, I think it just depends on the festival, but that's, that was definitely a great learning experience for sure. Cause I mean, Q and A's are definitely an art form. And after all of the Q and A's that we did, I don't think I got good at it until we did our LA screening. Other than that, I was just like a fumbling idiot. But I but like, I learned I from like Jay. To make movies. I know. I know. I was so all over the place and unfocused, and it really it really helped me to learn how to focus my answers a little bit more. I mean, obviously, I still talk a lot, but. My, my, I feel like when I talk about things, they at least have like a through line to some degree. Yeah, and it's yeah. different when there's people staring at you versus yeah, like being on a sure. podcast or like, oh, whatever. It's like you're having a conversation on the phone. But yeah. Uh, yeah, my husband here is the social butterfly when there's people around, talk, talk, yeah, talk. Yeah. And then as soon as we get to a fest, and they're like, do you guys want to come, come up to this stage? And he's like, mute. I'm like, all right, I guess I'm doing the talking. So I'm like, yeah. so we made this film. And I don't have a problem <laughs> talking in front of people. I just have yeah. this, this, um, insecurity about going up there and be like, well, this is how we made our film. So, you know, like, <laughs> and, and like, it's hard to know how to do that. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like, it's like, and it's just practice. Like, even if it's just like in front of your mirror and it's scary, it's super scary. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, who knows? I could suck at the next one that I do, <laughs> but we'll, we'll see. We'll I still see. like movies. Yeah. I, I like the movies. I like to make them. Look it up there and, and just say all the bad things about the movie that I've noticed that no one else will see. You see this first shot right here? The lighting is just atrocious. I don't we know what I was thinking. We had problems with that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. We're, we're, oh, too, no. we're too honest. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's our oh. problem. When we talk to people and they're yeah. like, so you're, you know, not like it, not on a stage for a film fest, obviously, but when we're just having conversations with people and they're like, oh, so tell us about the movie. We're like, the lighting was fucking awful. We ran out of time. I only had 20 minutes over like, here. Yeah. We feel the need to like point out what yeah, we yeah. found wrong with it. And sometimes people oh, are like, I didn't no. see that. Yeah. But because you're making the film, it's your yeah. film. Yeah. You're, you're your like, thank you so stuff, much. Yeah. You know, so it's like, oh, Jeez. we should probably not point out the mistakes yeah. we made first. Because that's the okay. other thing too is is we'll uh, we will you know once we're done with the project we're ready for the next one. Yeah, yeah. Like, let's make something uh, else. Let's create. Aren't we? Let's I hear you. You know. Yeah. And yes, so I hear you on So land. for us to like have to go out and and you know our last film is we've been lucky enough that it's gotten into a couple festivals and stuff. So oh great, congratulations! We, oh thanks. Yeah. Um and uh, you know we're but we're like so over it. You know I mean we're I'm proud so of it. You know we've it. learned a lot and there's certain you know. There's certain things that we've learned in other films that we were able to bring to this one to make it better and all that fun stuff. But like we're we're already ready for the next one. Mm, but we still yeah. kind of have to get in the mode of thinking about well, this film. The and- problem is like we also we always tend to film around the same time of year where most of the film fest circuits just ended or the submissions just ended. So we have to drag it into the next year oh. to really start submitting. So we got our last film into like three or four fests into at the end of 2018 we won one of them 
And of course, we didn't go to that one because we're like, we're never going to win. It's really far. I don't want to drive all the way to New Hampshire. It's, you know, forget it. And then they like, they were like, winner for best comedy. We were like, shit. (laughs) That's so great, though. Oh, no, we should have gone to that. I was like, okay. All right. All right. Well, we we learned that lesson. So now we just, you know, we got into another one and we're super excited about it. But I'm so like, I feel like I made that film four years ago and it was last spring. You know, I'm just like, I don't I don't just want to go there. Like, wait till you see the next one. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Like the next one. (laughs) And that's that's another thing, too. It's great publicity for what else for whatever else you have you have going on. And when they do the Q dance, you know, the inevitable question of like, what's next? You have a what's next, which is awesome. It just so happens we're going to be doing a crowdfunding. We need $5,000. Who's with us? There you go. (laughs) Who's with us? Come on, guys. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) We'll be taking emails after the (laughs) Q&A. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) We'll take credit cards. anything. Yes, (laughs) thank you so much. So this, this is kind of a cliche question, but I'd like to ask actors, were there actors that you were inspired by or that just like you're like, this is the person for me. Mm, I love Jessica Lang. She okay. is How could you not? so yeah, uh, she is so raw and free and messy and you can just kind of tell like she's just beat the shit out of her homework and she yeah. just comes to set and she just lets it all go and she is for sure my all-time idol. She's That's amazing. Yeah, she's fantastic. She's really great. And then, you know, of course, I also love, like, um, uh, I always forget her name. She was just in, uh, she was, she was the Queen of England. She was in, she's so beautiful. Kate Blanchett. Okay. She's amazing. Uh, I think Shersha Ronan. I, I, I hope I pronounced her name right. She's really amazing. Shersha. She's really lovely. And there's just like this awesome ease to her. Um, Angela Bassett is a beast. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm she's incredible. She's not human because she hasn't aged in the past. 30 years. <sighs> she is stunning. <laughs> it's I know. Disgusting. Yeah. Like when I she, look at her, I'm like, I feel so uh, bad about myself. <laughs> I know, and she's so like, I know she she's looked the same for the last 20 years, and she's so good. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's so good. Um, and I, oh, you know, I just started watching, I'm like already into season two. I've been putting this, I've been like, man, whatever. That doesn't sound interesting about the show forever, but I've completely fallen in love with Grace and Frankie. Oh, okay. (laughs) And so that show, it makes me laugh. It makes me cry. (laughs) And, um, it just, it's so good. So obviously those two ladies are amazing, but they also show, um, it's about, you know, these two women, their husbands have been in a 20 year love affair but they also cover the husbands, which mm-hmm. is just so interesting. And Michael Sheen, and I can never remember his name either, but he's a brilliant actor. And I think he, I think he was in um, the Fantastics, uh, like on the in the original Fantastics on Broadway, mm-hmm. I believe. I could be totally wrong, but he's a great actor. And like those two, those two guys are just like they're. It's totally unexpected, but they're amazing and endearing and real in those roles, which is so they could have made it so campy, but they're just yeah. it's so grounded. Yeah. So they're incredible to watch. I mean, they're so uh, so a Viggo Mortensen. Mm. you know That's but yeah i would right say yeah. oh, love him <laughs> but i would definitely say like jessica lang angela bassett those are probably and uh and uh kate blanchett are my top three nice those yeah ones. powerhouses yeah. for sure Iron- oh yeah ironically today is the the anniversary of philip seymour hoffman's death which is <gasps> my favorite actor in the oh. world so 
damn it. Yeah. He's he was like, he was like why I wanted to be an actor. Oh, and he's I wanted incredible. to go yeah. to the. Oh, and Amy Adams, too. Oh, oh my God. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> God. She's so good. I watch anything that she's in. Yeah. I watch he, anything that she's in. She's a beast. Did too, you see but like, her in, uh, what was the last one? Vice? No, HBO. Oh, oh not show. yet. Not oh. yet. I haven't seen that yet. I'm really excited. That's really to see good. That, yeah. She's amazing. Okay. In that. that was really, so really good. good. Uh, um, she can do no wrong. Yeah. That was really good. So good. We started watching um, The Marvelous Miss Maisel. <gasps> And like Tony Shalhoub's character, Tony just Shalhoub. like Tony so. Shalhoub, is like the funniest. He's so great. I'm so, so he won the SAG award. Yeah, yeah. it's so effortless. he's so effortless because yeah. the, he brings a lot of like the monk characteristics to totally. that character. So you're like, oh, this is kind of just Tony Shalhoub. Like this is like a, like an amped up version of what he's actually like. Yeah. You know, but so. he's perfection so, in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's so there's, he's so good. And I, that I show's amazing. <clears throat> that there's such an art to playing natural. That's yeah. I feel you like know, that's, that's the worst thing. I when yeah. I say something to an actor, I'm like. Okay, I just need you to play this like effortlessly. With don't think about it. Just play yourself. Like you're, yeah, you're don't yourself. push it. And that's the worst thing I could say because they right away like actors freeze up. Yeah. And I notice like mm-hmm. that's so hard to that's play like casual as a director that yeah. I'm immediately drawn to is just someone that is just natural and careless. And like if you have, you know, if you're taking, you, you need some time to get to a certain emotional place. Great. Yeah. Great. Have at it. Like I'm willing to to give you the time you need, whatever you need, but just to just to have that effortlessness and just I want to believe that you're just there. Yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? like, that's absolutely. such a such a lost. I shouldn't say it's a lost thing, but it's just something that uh, immediately draws me to somebody. Well, I think because a lot of people, right, especially not like film people, when they think of when you say, "Oh, the best actors," they think of these really method character actors. Yeah, yeah. and <clears throat> of course. You know, you give credit where credit's due there. Uh, the Leo DiCaprio's of the world, another one of right. my favorite actors. You know, yeah. I mean, he'll play a character like nobody's business. Right, but he right. he also has this, re- like, in Wolf of Wall Street, you're kind of like, I feel like I'm kind of talking to parts of Leo DiCaprio. Like, he, he sure. added yeah. the character, but he's still being really natural about it. It's not everything so, right. so intense, you know, and I'm yeah. a character, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like that, just that natural flow that actors have when they talk. Viola Davis is really good at doing Ugh, that. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. she just like has, to, she brings this natural, like really cool kind yeah. of feel to her character. She always makes I me cry it. that one. Viola Davis. Ugh, yeah. I still want to work with that woman. Yeah. I, you know, the, and that's the thing I, I had actually, I'd heard, I'd heard, I, I don't remember who the hell they were, but they were saying that, you know, they, they didn't like working with really um, intimidating, talented actors. Because it made them feel bad about themselves. And I'm like, I love that. Like, that's, I love when I meet somebody that's a better actor, you know, because I'm like, oh, I'm going to learn stuff from you. And And you're going to absorb their energy. And it's going to, you know, especially it's, it's just going to push you to be even better. Yep. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I think like the first time I worked, because we, you know, we first started making films, we were basically like acting with our friends we didn't have mm-hmm. actor friends and stuff like that and i was trying to let and i it's like i plateaued i was like i don't know what's going on and then the first time we worked with an actual actor i was like oh this is way <laughs> different this is way different yeah and i was like really able to get into the character more because you're yeah feeding off that person yep. mm-hmm. you know and not somebody who's like you can when you work with your friends and they're constantly about to laugh or something, you know, and it's like, 
Uh, you know, so yeah, 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 yeah. I was starting to feel really defeated. I was like, I don't think I like acting. Yeah. Oh, I need to work with actual actors. Got it. Got yeah, it. Yeah, cool, yeah. cool, cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's the other thing too. And I wanted to get into that with you and like what you look for in in a director as an actor. You know, because for me, like when we work together and we're on sets, I like to try to keep like a light set. I don't want. I, I'm not dealing with any any pretentiousness. I'm not dealing with any attitudes. You're out. I, I just have no time for it. We're all here to have fun, make a movie. This will be great. Uh, but at the same time, sometimes actors may need a somber space to work in or whatever. So I'm just curious as to like your kind of approach. Uh, how do you like to be directed? How, how do you like to work with directors? Um, well, first of all, uh, you know, I am not really of the caliber yet where I can say, where I can be picky necessarily. Um, you know, obviously if someone makes me really uncomfortable for whatever reason, like that's a whole nother situation, sure. but you know, you kind of, you know, one, one thing that I'm, one school of thought that I definitely prescribe to is like acting as a blue collar job. You know, you kind of, you, you, we go out and job interview every day is basically what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So you don't really have, as an actor, you don't really have a say in terms of who that director is, and you just have to learn how to make it work for you, no matter what those circumstances are. That's just kind of the name of the game. Yeah. Um, but of course, you know, the ideal is honestly just someone who trusts you. Um, you know, obviously they booked you uh, on the role, or they've um, they've offered you the role. So to kind of, you know, I think. A lot of people, I mean, and I don't know if this happens, you know, on huge, huge, huge budget things, but, you know, oftentimes directors will call me and we'll have a, particularly if it's like a leading role, um, we'll have pl- lots of discussions about the character and about the world so they can check in with, you know, where my head is at, what I'm thinking, and they can s- have like a little window into my process, which I'm like totally open to. Um, I'm not really a big rehearsal person, but if people need that, like, of course, you know, no big deal. Um, but in, I, I don't like rehearsals either. Mm. Yeah. And it's also just not super realistic. Right. Um, like yeah. you'll have a table read, but it's just not very realistic. Um, and, uh, in terms of being on set, you know, I think if you need a somber space and you need a minute and you, or, you know, if you're like shooting and, and you've just gotten direction and you want to take that in, it's up to you to just be like, you know, as the actor to be like, just let me let me breathe that in for like a yeah. second. And it's up to you to take that time. But also, you know, I think a lot of professional actors, you know, not to say that I am one, but you're, I'm working towards that. Oh, oh whatever. please. I'm trying to be I'm so pretty busy. sure you qualify. But as a professional like, actor. <laughs> I'm working, I'm working on it, but you know, it's, it's, it's up to you to be mindful of the clock, but also to be mindful of yourself. And, you know, I, I think on, on a few productions, I've just, I've, I've taken a director aside too, and just been like, you know what, like, there were outside factors that we didn't super duper have control over. Mm-hmm. Like in one feature that I did, we, there was a dog that we were working with in this particular scene. And like the dog was starting to get a little ear. I love dogs. Like mm-hmm. I love dogs so much. And I was just like, let's just do this one more time. And I will, I will make sure that this goes super smoothly, but I just think that we need this moment to be a little bit better because this is the one moment in the script where she gets to experience this kind of joy. And I just, mm-hmm. I just feel like, you know, if we don't have time for it, that's fine. Let's move on. But I just like knowing the arc of the story. I just feel like this is really important. She was like, I'm so glad you said that. Like, 
thank you so much. And, you know, uh, something happened like that on when she, on, on when she wakes too. like we were shooting, um, and like the sun was like right in my eyes. So I was like this the whole time. <laughs> and it was like this one, like really tender moment that she has with her daughter, which like they're, they are few and far between. And I was like, I think this moment's really important. Again, if you just want to go through it, like, well, let's go. But I, I it's like right there. And, yeah. I, and I, there's no way I can know, you know, there was bright, bright, bright sun it was yeah. in, the, in the summer that we shot. Um, and he was totally receptive. And again, like there's a way to say it where it's not like you throwing a tantrum and it's right. just yeah. being gracious about it. But again, I do think it, to shorten that, I think it's important to be able to like ask for what you need, but while being mindful of the clock and saying, you know, just, yeah. you know, again, if it's a note, okay, just, uh, let me breathe that in. Okay. Ready to go. Um, even on ballistic, like, I don't know how this happened. I don't even know who these people were. That was a bit, there were a lot of people on that set. So, mm-hmm. you know, which, yeah. you know, you get used to having really intimate moments and being really vulnerable and that's totally fine. But, um, I was on the ground and there were cars all around me. It was like in that last scene where mm-hmm. she's like about to give up. Right. Mm. And there were all of these people, like, I don't know who they were. I don't know if they were kids of some people, but they were like perched on top of the cars, like watching me. And I was just like, I, I was, and so I pulled it. I, you know, I asked, I did ask the ADO. I was like, I don't know. Can can we just clear the set a little bit? I just want to really take this moment. Like, obviously like, you know, the crew, like whatever, but I don't know who these people are. Or, you know, like they were, they were like, young like 16 year olds they look like and yeah. I was like, what's happening what's happening and you know again like there's a way to ask for things and be like Ugh, yeah you know right, instead right. Of, of being like that but I think again just like you know but an old acting teacher of mine said this he was like you know if you're gonna take a second or if you're gonna you know ask for things you have to you know you better be sure or if you're gonna ask for another take or you're gonna ask for whatever you better be sure that you can deliver right. that yeah. you're gonna deliver so I think it's just yeah so I guess I kind of like didn't really answer your question, but I think it's because I just think that um, it's so important because there are so many actors out there. Like we really just have to kind of do have to learn how to roll with the punches. But I think trust is just the biggest thing between an actor and a director. And, you know, I've had situations where directors like are are really abrasive or they, their, their direction isn't super clear. And you kind of, you can ask clarifying questions. And if you can tell like the world of what they want, you just kind of, find your way through it. Um, but you just kind of have to like learn to work with what you've, who you've got, yeah. you know, yeah. and hope for the best. Yeah. I, always, I, uh, like, I think like writer, I, I have a thing for writer directors because I mm. feel like nobody knows that story better than them because they wrote right. it, you know? So there's not right. a disconnect of like, well, I took this story from somebody else and now I'm trying to adapt it to what I think the story should be. And, you know, so well, you're doing that over. Yeah. Yeah. But right. you know, like, I just, I, I feel like that you can't you there's a, a certain feel yeah. that films have mm. that writer directors deliver. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And but like, but also to that end, it's like no matter what, things are going to change when actors get involved. Oh, like yeah, it's going yeah. it's going to evolve. And there's, you know, and again, if you book these people, you've hired these people, you know, I think as an as a, even as a writer director, like you kind of accept that, you know, maybe your first interpretation of what that was going to look like isn't going to be exactly what you thought it was, but it will be 
as long as it's, you know, as long as, you know, I've, I don't, I personally have never had a situation where they're not happy with it, but it's just like when, when there's a person speaking the words, it's going to change, you know, it's yeah. like they say in casting, like they don't even really know what they want until they see it. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of, that kind of translates, I think too, when you, when you book someone and, and you're like, okay, this is the vibe. Yeah. I love when um, actors bring stuff because it shows like a commitment to the material, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, and it's obviously the clock is always ticking, you know, like you were saying, but you know, if, if, if I have an, uh, an actor and they're like, you know, I really feel like this part, maybe this person's feeling this way or whatever. I kind of want to explore that. And I say, let's do it, you know, because it's, yeah. because yeah. it's like, you never know what may happen. If we have the time, let's do it. Absolutely. Right. hundred percent. Right. Because, yeah. um, because I know that, you know, it, there's a, there's a line, obviously you don't want them to rewrite your script. You're really right. Crazy. No, of course not. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, when they're bringing some, a piece of themselves to that, that's just, you're going to see that it's going to read, mm-hmm. you know? And, yeah. and, and it's, it's just also so much like more when effective. I, when I write, when I'm writing a character, I mean, I, I have, I've interpreted that character the way I think they look and talk and all mm-hmm. that, but I don't know mm-hmm. that until I've cast the part. Yep. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I don't think this character is exactly this way. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm always willing to just kind of like, all right, well then bring whoever you are into that character. But yeah. I always think of it. I, I don't even play my own parts the way I write them. I think, oh, mm-hmm. this is how I'm going to play the part. And then we're on set and I'm like, that's not how I'm going to play the part. Cause it's, yeah. cause also it's a different energy. You have a crew yep. there, yeah. you have, you have other actors there who are bringing their own right. interpretations and their own energies. So like things are, things evolve. Yeah. You know? yeah. I'm right. You know, I'm writing like all quiet. I've got my music on. I usually have a soundtrack to every script, you know, and I listen mm-hmm. to that and mm-hmm. I'm in that zone and that is nothing like what's what the set is like it's completely different yeah. and then i'm like oh i have to adapt this character to yeah to fit the but mood <laughs> I, but i think having the you know there's there's a, a plus side to like for me as a director taking your material and trying to tell that story mm-hmm. i think you know it adds a fresh perspective but it also um allows someone to look at it from an out you know that's not just so you're living with this yeah you mm-hmm. know and, and mm-hmm. it's possible maybe you could miss the forest through the trees is that the Right, is that the expression? <laughs> Something like that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, no worries, we get you, we get you. Yeah. Uh, sure. And so I think it's, I don't know, I think it's its its, it's a nice fresh take mm-hmm. on yeah. it. But, you know, like you said, you're going to have the actor's perspective, you're going to have the editing. You're, once you edit it, it's oh, going to be completely it, yeah. different. It's completely you know? different. Right. I've so. never written anything and then the, the final product, I'm like, that's totally not at yeah. all what I thought it right. was going to be. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, is there, is there a, a, another cliche question, but is like, there, is there a part that you've always wanted to play or a character that you've always wanted to play? Cause this last uh, one, is it when she wakes? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Um, it's like super intense. I mean, very intense. Tra- it's a really intense character. Yeah. Do you, do you, ha- do you prefer comedy over drama or thrillers or? Um, I mean, I love doing comedy. I don't get a lot for that because you know, a lot of my real clips are me crying <laughs> or like being upset about It'll be something. a dark comedy. Yeah. It'll be a dark, I love dark comedy. Um, I've had already some like really nice, like ballistic was definitely a dream role, you, you know, and uh, this one movie that I did sunny in the dark, uh, that was the other Texas one. That was kind of a dream role for sure. It was a very interesting character. Um, and I love that movie so much. And um, you know, when she wakes was just like a very, unique challenge. And we shot so fast that I didn't even have time to process, you know, the fact that it was such an awesome opportunity. It was just like, all right, we got to go. Yeah. Um, It looks beautiful too. 
Oh, it is beautiful. David Arthur Clark is our director and he, um, he's actually, his background is commercial directing. So he has a very specific eye. Mm. Um, and I don't know if you got a chance to see the full trailer. Yeah. Oh, great. Oh, great, great, great. Yeah. But he's, he's amazing and he's super talented and he's been working on this idea forever um, because he's suffered from sleep paralysis and it inspired him to write obviously an extreme version of, of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of dream roles, like it's TBD, you know, <laughs> you know, TBD, but I think I've been really lucky so far um, to be able to work with some really awesome people on some really awesome stories and um, you know, yeah, I'm just excited to see what what else comes from it. You know, yeah, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank we, you, guys. We will be. Um, I think we might be having um, the director for when she wakes on. Oh, good. Um, he kind of just wanted to wait till everything was like more put together. So, um, oh, great. I'm excited to see that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited <laughs> to see it too. I'm nervous, but I'm excited. Oh, look, you dropped that name. Oh. What? What name? Uh, drop the name dropping. Oh. <laughs> wah, wah. Wah, wah. <laughs> fail. <laughs> fail. <laughs> Joke failed. Um, so, yeah. So, we will definitely be following you. Where can people find your, where, what's your Instagram and all that? Yeah. Your social. Uh, Instagram is, what is my Instagram? It's Hannah, H-A-N-N-A-H-L Ward. Okay. And um, if you see a girl with lots of dog videos in her stories, that's probably me. <laughs> um, and then my Twitter is Miss Hannah Lala. And uh, yeah, check awesome. out Ballistic. Check out Ghost House. Why not? Um, Sunny in the Dark is on Amazon Prime. And um, The Ascent and When She Wakes comes out, come out 2019 sometime nice. this year. Yeah. Busy. We will we'll have you on again as whatever you're on next, then we'll see that. Awesome. And we'll talk to you about it. So oh, awesome. It was Thanks, awesome guys. having you on. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. All Thank right. you. Hannah Ward. You know, when we um tell me. When we eventually make a really you know, big budget movie by our standards, mm-hmm. we have to bring her on. Yeah. She's just when she, we, she when crushes we, it. When we make the decision to battle sag. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Battle it'll be, accepted. It'll be worth it, though. Yeah. Um, You're so, going to yeah, have Hannah awesome. Ward and Lou Taylor Pucci. <laughs> oh, that's great. That that's would a be great amazing. cast. Yeah. I have so much to learn. I'm like, I'm learning. I'm yeah, learning. Yeah. yeah. That'd be great. Um, so. That's the one time I can embrace giving myself a supporting role, not the lead. Like, I don't want the lead. I got these two people here. Yeah, just going to watch them. <laughs> I'll just write myself in some small part. Yeah. I don't care. Uh, so, that was awesome. Yes. That was a lot of fun. Uh, she's great. It's good to get like the the working actor's perspective. Yeah, she's gonna she's gonna be yeah uh, she's gonna be big. She's going places, kid. She's she's got something that you one. hear us, Hannah. Are you, are you listening? <laughs> Did you even listen? Yeah. <laughs> turned it off after the interview, like most people. Uh, I'm done with these people. Yeah. Um, yeah. So go check out her stuff and check out uh, when she wakes the trailer. Yeah, I'll put all those links. Yeah, put the linkage. Put the links in the, the show notes. Pants. So, so we've gotten into another film fest. Yeah, we did. Got into the Queen's World Film Fest. Um, and we actually Astoria. got a Saturday slot. We got a Saturday a Saturday pre-evening, pre-evening. slot, which yep. is like pretty. And a 247 the- seat theater. hey You know, so that's going to be very uncomfortable. <laughs> having that many people watch our stuff. Just because there's 200 something seats doesn't mean that they're filled, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> 
With well, our luck, it'll be all the seats, two rows filled, and action. Uh, yeah. So what is it? It's it's Saturday night at It's Saturday. Five? Well, did you just say Saturday night as if there's one Saturday night a year? Oh, that sure. Saturday night. Yeah. Well, I it, believe it's, it's March it, 23rd. If the 23rd is on a Saturday. Yeah. It's, it's that week, I yeah. believe. Um, March 20 something. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> Again, we are brilliant March at marketing. March 23rd. Yeah, March 23rd at yep. 445 um, at the Momi Theater. That's the, um, it's like uh, a museum. Yeah. Museum of Moving Image. It's actually a really, really cool museum. Yeah. I think at one point they had like, um, or they might still have like Miss Doubtfire's wardrobe stuff there. Oh, nice. I think they had some like Ace Ventura stuff. Yeah. Like they, it's like a museum, like the way regular museums run where they move exhibits and they're yep. kind of roaming and stuff. But um, it's it's right by Kaufman Studios. I think they're kind of like connected. And Kaufman yeah. Studios is where I keep hitting this. God darn it. Um, it's where they film Sesame Street, oh, which oh we had talked to Danielle Kladney about. Yeah. Um, and um, Christina Rea will be there as well. She'll her be there. Film got her in, film will be about, uh, a about a donkey will be playing, I believe, Sunday afternoon, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, After so, us? No, is we're that, Saturday. She's Sunday. But the Sunday before, because doesn't it run for a whole week? I think she's the next day, the following next day. day next, okay. Yeah, the following Sunday. Uh, so, yeah, so her film is called About a Donkey. We had her on as well. I think like... She's great. Episode, she's cool. One of the in yeah. first 10 or something like yeah, that. I've she, lost track. I can't believe we've, we've done we've done this many <laughs> yeah. um, episodes already. And so we are we are in pre-pre-production yep. uh, for our next shoot. Yeah, I was playing with some lighting today. Playing with some case. lighting today. And um, we are now... We've gone into the, the the casting vortex. Yeah. Which... It's kind of fun watching that's, actors. That's one word for it. Yeah. Um, can I just... I'm just going to make a request. fellow yes. Fellow non-union actors out there. Yeah. Please pay attention to the cast call. If it calls for dark hair, dark eyes, and you are blonde with blue eyes, no. No. Just no. When I say... When I say 30... To, to 45 range 16 to 30 doesn't help me because 30 is like the absolute minimum and i'm talking about an older looking well i think 30. most people you know will will say well maybe they'll see it and say okay well it's all right if the person's younger or they could keep this person in mind for a but later they're project. never like younger in terms of like okay this person pretty much looks 30 they look 12 yeah so I can't work with that. It's so frustrating. I uh, I appreciate the uh, the, the initiative yeah. and the chutzpah that you have. Yeah. But holy shit, when you're being inundated with like forty or fifty people, yeah. an hour, you know, yeah. and none of them. Were, that's what's most frustrating. It's like so we're getting like forty submissions. Let's say one person works in those forty mm. because you've got at least. Fifty percent of them that don't match at all the age range and or the 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 appearance yeah. uh, of this character, and then there's like another uh, say about thirty percent of just total wackadoos. <laughs> well, that's that's okay. You're gonna we're gonna go there. I'm all sorry. Right. I'm just gonna go there. I didn't say hundred percent. There's yeah. like thirty percent wackadoos, wackadoos mm-hmm. of like people who only half of their face is in the picture. I don't know what what is that. What are yeah. you doing? Or just the top, just their eyes. Yeah, and, and then the like one guy had out. one video, and it was about asses. 
Uh, that was pretty funny, though. <laughs> it's like, um, or so okay. So this is you know we put down this is this is a lead role or uh-huh, uh-huh. So, or a supporting role or whatever, and then we've got people um, submitting their reels, and all they've done is host and commercial work. Oh yeah. I mean, like I, 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 I think it's great. But there's there's this is the biggest shoot that we've ever done. There's no way that I'm trusting the shoot when you don't have experience on film. Yeah. Ugh, you know? Yeah, it's tricky. I'm not trying to be an asshole, but it's like, oh my God. If it's, you know, if you're going through 10 people a day, it's like, oh, all right. But when you're going through like 70 people a day and 95% of them don't fit yeah. and don't match, it's, it's really magoo. Magoo. I don't like it. Yeah, so, you know. Stop. Pay That's all I'm saying. Just please stop. Yeah. <laughs> You're driving me crazy. <laughs> Other than that. All right. So we're casting, so feel free to submit. <laughs> <laughs> we're on backstage. Yeah. We're on backstage. We're also on Mandy and I think Actors Access, I want to say, maybe. I don't know. It's really possible. Sure. I it's put possible. a thing. I don't know if it's been approved yet. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm sort of, I plan to live in a perpetual state of anxiety, anxiety for the then. next eight months until this is filmed because so i'm ready to go man it's exciting, it's exciting. I, love it. I feel so sad that that i'm completely stressing over something that is it's such a small amount compared to most independent yeah productions it's so sad that i'm like about to i'm about to have an ulcer over a six thousand dollar budget but that's a lot for us yeah. it's a lot of freaking money and if we mm-hmm. don't raise it <laughs> we're screwed raise it Raise it, raise the roof. So we'll be doing. Um, we'll let you in on our if we go with Seed and Spark. I think we were talking about that. Yeah, yeah. You will certainly will certainly be putting it out there in the ether for everybody to see. Yeah, and when, hopefully you know, where, share. Where we're at and, and if stuff. you have a rich aunt or uncle, yeah, you can be like, I really You're like this best. podcast, and they're they're awesome, and and they need they need some some coinage, and they can go like, oh, you know what? I agree. Yeah, they're pretty. They cool. could use it. <laughs> We guarantee that we will not make the money back. We can guarantee that. Guaranteed. You know, we don't make films to make money. Yeah. <laughs> we make films to waste money. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. We make money to make films. We don't make films to make money. There you go. There you go. So yeah. our shout outs. Shout outs as usual to uh, Steady Geekin. Reality Bomb Comic Cast. Now you bring comics. Yeah. Um, and uh, Perry. Perry. And a shout out to Hannah Ward for being on the show. And, yeah. and to uh, Ryan Connolly. For, from Film Riot for, for casting her so for she casting could be on her the show. So that we knew who she was and, and we saw her stuff and we were like, oh, she's awesome. And when she's huge, we can say we knew her when. We knew her when. She was on our show when. Yeah. And uh yeah. And um and and an extra special uh emotional shout out to Mr. Philip Seymour Hoffman again. Mm. Uh I love that. R.I.P. God damn. God yeah. damn. God damn. That was actually yesterday because this will come out on Sunday. Yes. Today's Saturday. Yes. But don't tell anyone that we did. We recorded this on Saturday. No, no. And still, I I mourn the week of his passing anyway. So yeah, it's, it's still week. it still counts. Um, it's I, I'm I'm recently now. It's been I think he's passed five years. Mm. Uh, I wow. can kind of now why if it's not comedic work because anytime Along Came Polly comes on, yeah, I will laugh my ass off. Yeah. But anytime it's like a dramatic film and I see him, it's I still can't really sit through. Yeah, it's really tough, it's tough. for me. Yeah, it's really tough for me, and I, I that sounds so corny because it's like I never met that. I hate when people are like, "Oh, this person," you know, you've never met them. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he was mean, you know, yeah. in his personal life. I don't know. I'm just saying that my admiration for him is as an actor. I don't yeah, think that 
anybody, any, I don't think there's anyone as brilliant as he was. Sure. Can't be topped. Yeah. He's good. I'm going to meet him in the, the actor's universe in this guy. The, after, the actor's afterlife. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to be his groupie. Nice. All right. Good luck with things that. Things to aspire. <laughs> you got to want things in life. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, sure, sure. And it's to want things in the afterlife. Just so you know. Yeah. Okay. All right. If that exists. I don't mm. know. I'm an atheist. Oh, so anyway, uh, thanks for joining us. <laughs> and uh, we will see you next week. next week. We will most likely be talking to um, Alejandro Montoyo Marin mm-hmm. from um, Rebel Without a Crew. And mm-hmm. he's doing and his Monday. crowd. And uh, he did film on Monday on there. And now he's going to be crowdfunding. We've spoken about his crowdfunding page yep. on past episodes. So we're going to yep. talk to him more about that. I think this is his first crowdfunding. So he's getting that fun experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we will talk to him next week. So yeah. tune in. Yeah. Keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. Bye. We couldn't decide on a song. We love them. We couldn't decide on a song. We love them. We couldn't decide on a song. So we came up with this one.